Laurie Daly, Michael Clark, and Ben Way welcoming you this morning. I hope you've had a good morning thus far as we rip into a big Wednesday, January 24. And unsurprisingly, news that Djokovic has progressed through to his 48th Grand Slam semi final. At the Australian Open, we will go through those details a little bit later on, including a remarkable win by Coco Goff, who looked absolutely shot to pieces early, but managed to come back. She'll play against Sabalenka in the next round, so she's certainly having a fantastic tournament. In the cricket, Pat Cummins has caused a little bit of a stir, suggesting that he is in favour of a date change when it comes to Australia Day, as politics and sport collide once again. A little bit of chat out of the AFL. Nathan Brown and Kane Corns likely to spar. I think that's the term. Spar in a boxing bout. There might not be much sparring knowing those two. But either way, ahead of Gather Round. And that is going to create plenty of chatter. And we're hopefully going to put it out to you guys a bit later to see who you think would be a great sporting celebrity matchup if it came to a boxing bout. Maybe a beef that needs a little bit of resolution. Speaking of which, in rugby league, Benji Marshall and David Nofaluma, that relationship is done. He has accepted the club's offer, David, to depart immediately. I think 300,000 was the figure thrown out there. So their leading try scorer historically has parted ways. Apart from that, 70 from Joel Embiid in the NBA. A lot of NFL as we steam towards the Super Bowl. Plenty to discuss. Michael, how are you? Morning, Benny. Uh, morning, Loz. Morning, all. Uh, going well, thanks. Looking forward to tonight. Uh, BBL final. Yes. Um, big game. Forecast is a cracker for today. Uh, I think they're saying 30 odd, as you said, 30 odd degrees out west. So uh, SCG will be 30. It'll be hopefully a, a full house. Good crowd turnout. Um, I think we're in for a good game. Both teams come into it, obviously, with wins and full of confidence. Um Interesting to see, we spoke to Sean Abbott yesterday, interesting to see the 11 that the Sydney Sixers pick. Um, and I think there's probably a slight advantage to them based on home ground, knowing the conditions quite well. Um, you know, someone like the experienced Stephen O'Keefe, I think is going to be a big player tonight just to to use that SCG wicket. Hopefully it'll turn pretty big boundaries, uh, but I think we're in for an absolute belter. So, yeah, big day, boys, in the cricket world for um, everyone involved in the BBL. Laurie, happy 25th wedding anniversary. Yes. Today's the yes, day. Yes, today the day, boys. Um, did you get anything in the end? I did, yeah. I relented. What'd you go for? I can't tell you. Why? Well, I've got to give it to her. The wife's not listening, Matt. She's not getting up at 5.30 to listen to you. I know, but I'm not going to tell you what I, I gave her, but I will tell it you sounds tomorrow. like you haven't got anything. I mean... <laughs> what do you mean? It, it sounds like you haven't got anything yet, and you're planning to get it on the way home. No. No. I've got something. Okay. And, 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 I made a late dash and you know yesterday. What? You're, you're allowed to say none of your business. Mm. <laughs> you're allowed to tell us that. No, I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> and then we'll keep asking <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway. <Yeah. laughs> oh, Gives you'll tell us. Well, congrats. Congratulations, uh, mate. Thank you. 25 years. We joke about it, but I think that... Um, well, I think the government... I reckon every 10 years you're married, the government should give you a million dollars. For every 10 years? For every 10 years. If you're married 10 years, that's a great achievement. Yeah. So I reckon the government should pay you a million bucks. Well, what I will say about marriage is a lot of ups and downs all the way through. All the way through your life. And during marriage, you'll have your ups and downs and you just 
got to do what you think is right at times and you've just got to... The key is probably to apologise more than what you should. <laughs> be good at saying sorry. <laughs> be good at saying sorry. Okay. But no, it's been uh, enjoyable and looking forward to the next 25 years being Love married. It. Hey, what do you make of the situation at the Tigers? A sentence that I feel is added way too regularly. They have a few situations. That oh, oh, they do. But I think Benji's drawing a line in the sand. I think the last couple of years they've been mediocre at best. They've struggled to put performances on the field and a lot of that would come back to the way they've been training, the way they've been preparing, the way they've been acting like professional athletes. And I think it was in December that David Nofaluma has turned up for training. And I'm only going on what I read. I don't mm. know any anymore. But he wasn't in great shape. And Benji's put it on him and said, mate, this is not how a professional athlete turns up after a season. You've got to be ready to go these days. So he got a warning letter. Uh, then uh, he failed to turn up for training. And the club issued him another breach because he didn't adhere to the club protocols when it comes to missing training. Um, and then David has thought that Benji uh, has taken a set against him, obviously thinks that he'll never play first grade under Benji, um, got the Players Association involved, and they now come to an agreement, and I think the right agreement has been made to part ways because David Nofaluma is a wonderful player. He's a very good first grader. Um, he scored, I think, 100 tries for the West Tigers, um, I think his time there is done. He'll probably rejuvenate himself if he goes to another another team. Will someone pick him up? Yeah, someone will pick him up yeah, for sure. Okay. Someone will pick him up. They'll pick him up quite cheap. Yeah, uh, There'll be still clubs there with money in their salary cap that is looking for an outside back. So didn't he play I think it's the right decision. Pl- Went to Melbourne. Get, yeah, did Tigers release him to allow him to go to Melbourne? Because yeah. there was some beef, I feel like, not, not last year, the year before, with something, with, with might have been with Madge and him. I feel like there's been some beef before with him. Yeah, I think that was where he turned up to training, I think, under the weather. Yeah, okay. So I, they dropped him. I, I think that was... Okay. There, there was. There, there was an incident. Yeah, I remember... So. There was an incident. And I think it had, It was a alcohol-related issue. Yeah, okay. Um, well, Benji Strong... Like, again, I, I, I think at the end of the day, if... Player, coach, and I, I believe this in, in any deal that you do, and I know there's contract involved, but if a player's not happy or a coach is not happy, they're better off coming to a, as much as, okay, this creates a headline today, it's yeah. gone tomorrow, yeah, most rather than spending the whole season there. There's nothing worse than having a player there that doesn't, doesn't want to be there or is doing stuff to harm the culture. Well, the longer the player is there and he's unhappy... yeah the more chance you are of creating unhappiness at the club because they've got friends there. Yeah. And, and Benji can't afford team. that at the start of his coaching career. No, you've got to cut, it on, uh, cut the head off yeah. straight away and move on. Yeah, I agree. A few texts already coming through. The SMS number 0419767272. The first text before we even came through this morning... Uh, it was sitting there waiting for us. Hi, boys. Pat Cummins needs to lead the Australian team instead of getting involved with something he knows nothing about. He needs to learn the date when Captain Cook landed. It wasn't the 26th of January, Pat. Lead your cricket side and not the Australian people. We can think for ourselves or you will lose all the respect we have for you. That one from David in Wagga. 
And a follow-up to that, and probably a differing view, so every knucklehead in Australia can get online and, t- and on Talkback and give an opinion on Australia Day, but Pat Cummins can't. What rubbish. And on the flip side, just because he believes we should change the date doesn't mean we have to. I mean, truthfully, none of us think he shouldn't be commenting on it. He was asked about it. He can't dictate what the questions are. He was asked about his opinion about the date. And he gave his opinion. I I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. Uh, And rather than us putting words in his mouth, I should just clarify what he said. Because when you look at it word for word, there's there's hardly anything that you could refute. I absolutely love Australia. It's the best country in the world by a mile. We should have an Australia Day, but we can probably find a more appropriate day to celebrate it. Any dramas there? I think with what Pat has done, he's certainly created headlines with his opinions on certain uh, things that are going on today in today's world. Um, I think everyone is entitled to their own opinion and it's up to everyone to decide what they think is best. There's some some people that will uh, support Pat on on what he said, but there'll be others that vehemently disagree with him, that that don't want to change uh, the date. But I think this is always going to keep bubbling along. I, I don't think no, this is ever going to go just, away. It yeah. will be a discussion that we will have into the future, no, we around spoke, this time every year. <laughs> we spoke to Stuart Clark the other day, and we weren't happy that he sat on the fence and didn't answer it. Now Pat does answer it when mm. some people are not happy with Pat's answer. Well, if he, said the, if he went the other way, we'd be getting the same text message just from different people. Like, True. If he said, no, nah, I love Australia Day being the 26th and let's just get on with it, then we'd be receiving exact same text messages just from, from different people. So, uh, And this is my point as well where we say, keep politics out of sport. Mm. Uh, okay, don't ask him the question. Don't ask him the question about Australia Day if you don't want him to answer. If he says, no comment. There's another headline. Yeah. The Australian cricket captain hasn't got the courage to give his opinion on such an important topic to this country. The second highest <laughs> how, post in mate, the country. How do you win? Don't ask the question if you don't want an answer. Pat, you have the right to feel whatever you feel mm. and believe whatever you believe. And people have the right to disagree with Pat. They also have the right to agree. I find it difficult that Cricket Australia is piggybacking off the Australia Day public holiday for the test match and then not discussing Australia Day. To me, that I feel like you either need one or the other there. But apart from that, I don't have any drama with... Well, my only thing, like, again, I, I just... My question is, why is it... Why now? Why this year? Like, the Australia Day one-day game in Adelaide was a massive fixture in the calendar. Mm. Um, you know, they're playing a test match on Australia Day this year. Why, why have they, have they decided this year that we're not going to, like, I think, um, so who was interviewed from cricket Australia? So I can't remember who was, someone was interviewed and they, I think they're saying they're not going to use the words Australia Day. Correct. As a marketing ploy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fairly minor. I, ju- I just, I just, I don't know why. Like, why did did we you did we say the word Australia Day last year? Was the situation different last year? I and think it has always been marketed as an Australia Day game, whether it be the one day yeah. or a Test match. Mm. And Nick Hockley was on radio. I might have been. It Nick may then, have yeah, been. I, Nick. I don't remember who said it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. 
Yeah, but in regards to Pat, it's, you know, I, I, I think you can disagree with his opinion, but you can't have the shits with him for answering the question. I think he's, no, you've got to I think he's done the right thing that he's been asked. You've got to be respectful and, to both parties. Yeah. That's, that's the issue. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a cop topic of conversation. And some people don't have an opinion on it, Laws. No, and some people have a strong opinion. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. But whatever you do, you've got to respect everyone yeah. in the debate. You can't have hatred. Towards yep. one another because nothing will get solved. No, here, here. Uh, the texts are roaring through, unsurprisingly. Michael from Canberra, totally agree with Camo's reply and Clarkie's comment. Then we have Dan who sent through what I have a problem with is why we're CA using Australia Day to promote the Gabba test. Enjoy your Australia Day long weekend at the Gabba, etc., yet won't acknowledge Australia Yeah, that's, Week. And that's a fair, that's what you're saying, Benny. That's yeah. fair. I think that's a fair call as well. Yeah, so he's now thinking, I'm going to bypass the test. I have accommodation booked in Brisbane, three three-day tickets, and we're walking away, going to Stradbroke Island instead. I, I do think, well, I, I respect whatever Dan chooses to do. I do think that'll be at the minimum. People are very quick to say, I'll boycott the test, I'm not going to go. Mm. The fact of the matter is, people who love their cricket are most likely to still go. Um, but if all we're discussing is a shift in marketing mindset, I just don't know why it's it's worth the attention it's mm. getting. Uh, one other discussion point from overnight in regards to the Australian Open was the scheduling. So Craig has sent through his thoughts on that. So the Sinarublev match was at 10.40 last night. Surely the organisers could have moved Sabalenka's match to another court so the men's match could start at a common sense time. My understanding on that is that both the women and the men were asked about moving their match from centre court, but then it wasn't wasn't required in the end because Djokovic's match wrapped up so quickly. So they put it to the women and the men, hmm. um, but in the end, it didn't matter anyway. Djokovic was able Lo- to clean up Logistically, how sets. would that have worked with fans? Well, because they, they wouldn't deemed... have been booked to go and watch one match on another arena. No, you're... So they would have that been... That is true. They would have been booked on that centre court. So if they moved a match and another one was going on at the same time, you're paying and not getting what you're paying for. I think the sessions... I think they're malleable anyway. You're never really a lock to see some of the matches you think you will, simply because right. one So match... even though they've got three games on centre court and you bought your centre court ticket, if they all of a sudden went, right, oh, this game is now being played over there and you've got to choose which game you watch, how does that work? I, I could understand why you would be aggrieved there, yeah. but... I think, and I understand the schedule. If they go to fives, if the first three go to five sets, they may have to abandon the fourth anyway. So, are you better to have it on a differing court and not have the tournament fall behind, as opposed to? Yeah, that 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 comes down to their timing, doesn't it? Well, we had a match. The game earlier. We had a match finish past three a.m. earlier on in the tournament. But I can understand earlier on because they've got so many more games. Knowing when you get to the quarterfinal stage, you've only got a certain amount of game. And the big discussion point in the Daily Telegraph, Visa Las Vegas, the race to ensure stars US entry. That has been a concern for clubs. They've taken that concern to the boss in Peter Volandes and said, we need to make sure all of our players can get into the country. Is this a drama you could foresee, Laurie? Oh, well, I, well, I suppose a lot of... Well, the NRL, 
I'm unsure of whether they would have known about a lot of the possible charges that a lot of players have been on. And some are minor, and some minor charges don't allow you into the US, but there's some other players that have been charged with with what people would consider serious offences. And, um, uh, you know, we know over there in America that, that they crack down on, on these, these things. And if you've got issues and you've got history, then you mightn't be allowed in. But I, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know what the relationship is like with the... With, um, uh, the the government and the NRL, I doubt whether they'd have too much of a relationship, but I suppose the Australian government would have to get involved and try and help if there were players or a lot of players that were struggling for visa requirements. But I'm sure, um, yeah, something will happen in in the next couple of weeks because we're not too far away from going over there, um, and the majority of players are expected to be granted their their visas. Um, but we've just got to wait and see about some of these players that have got charges against their name and whether they'll be allowed to go into the US or not. The Courier-Mail, unsurprisingly, highlighting tonight's Big Bash final, getting underway 7.15 local time at the SCG. Big Moses on the front there. It is state versus state, isn't it? A little bit of a a mini Big Bash state of origin tonight. Yeah, for sure. I I think there's... It's a final, so there's rivalry no matter what two teams make it. But, yeah, I think there's... You know, uh, all, just about all those boys on, on both teams, I would imagine, uh, follow the rugby league. So, like I said yesterday, I think any time New South Wales plays Queensland in any sport, um, it's extra competitive and there's there's certainly that rivalry. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. Again, I think um, conditions are different to what both teams have played in, in their last couple of games. So they'll have to assess those. Um it feels a bit like you've got the experienced and older players in the Sixers team versus this uh, this younger Brisbane Heat team. I think when you look at ages, that mightn't be the case, but it's just got that feel, you know. The, the, the standouts for um, for the Sixers, certainly in this final series, has been their senior players. They've really led from the front, and then we've got, um, you know, Brisbane Heat, we're seeing new faces or new names um, stand up and, and help them get to this position. So, yeah, it should be an absolute beauty tonight. Is it 7 o'clock? 7.15. Okay. 7.15. Uh, well, don't quote me on that. But mm. That was what I read. Did you okay. say 6.15 yesterday? Did Brisbane time. I did. Ah, Brisbane right. Time, okay. It's Brisbane time. Yes. Right. I read the back page of the Courier-Mail Right. misled a couple of people. So uh, hopefully uh, right. I've remedied no, the I, situation I, I, now. I just wondered whether I made that up or did I think that someone no. said 6.15? I did, well, I did think at the time that sounds like a suspiciously early start. Yeah. Yeah. I think I even made comment to you guys, but no, that would be why. Uh, we need to... Get to our news, and then we've got plenty more to get through. There are some things that I'm very keen to discuss. One is this boxing bout between Kane Corns and Nathan Brown. Uh, so they're on the Sunday footy show, the AFL Sunday footy show together. Are they mates? And uh, Yes, they're definitely oh, mates. So that's but two I mates think, doing something for charity. Yeah, but Raise some money. You know how sometimes there are mates that you just... You reckon there's beef? Not legit beef, but uh, I think they'll enjoy fighting well, each I other. I think, mate, they're ex-athletes. So when they get in the ring mm. with gloves on, I would imagine there's still going to be that competitive spirit. Ego on the line. Yeah, of course. But at least they're mates trying to do something yep. to raise some money for charity. I reckon I, I like that. So Dale Thomas is up against his former teammate in Dane Swan. Awesome. And the other one is Anthony Rocker and Corey McKernan. So that one's a little bit of a blast from the past, mm. but... 
But there's oh. been no beef there with those guys no. that you can remember. But the question I'm going to throw out to our listeners is, who are two, let's just go with celebrities, but two people of note that you would love to see in the boxing ring for just that one time. Can't wait uh, for these messages to come well, through, Loss. <laughs> Craig has, oh my C- Craig's actually already suggested Benway and Peter Zorba Peters. Uh, <laughs> and uh, to Craig, uh, I tell you what, I don't, I would lose that, and I'd lose significantly, I think. You'd um, have youth on your side. That's all I have mm. on my side. Boxing is just not a strength not your go. of mine. No, well, I wouldn't no. know. I've never actually done it. But You would have done a boxer yeah. size. That, of course, is... That <laughs> is <laughs> have people punch, do the boxer size, and then they think, yeah, punch I can the gloves fight once now. or twice. I can, I can fight the, now. The, 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 the gloves that don't punch back. <laughs> yeah. I legit have never even done that.